What's up? This is Josh Todd from Buckcherry. You're talking rock with Dave and Shane. Check it out. Are you pretty positive about like digital and the direction we're headed with uh, like AI and, and shit like that? Does AI that freak is, you out? is pretty scary. You know, I, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I'm starting to read about it and get people are telling me about it. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know how great it's going to be. But, um, you know, of course, whenever you're transitioning into something that's, you know, like that far advanced, you know, it's just um, it can be scary. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what social media has done for society. I don't think it's been great, you know, and there's there's a show on netflix called social dilemma and it's it's very eye-opening you know if you've seen it but um uh i i don't know you know um all i know is that they're using ai to like extort money out of people you know um which you know is is a drag you know you just have to be so careful now yeah there was a band shan i think you you found this there's a band that i forget them uh the name but they did a ai version of uh an oasis album you know and it's it's scary i mean the, the sound that they get from it and and you know do you, yeah. i mean do you worry about you know losing music losing that heart and soul i mean if if it's already people are say okay pro tools this pro tools that which is you know it's a tool it's yeah. fine but then now you take it to this whole new level i mean i just you can't lose the heart and soul in it i would hope right you know I mean, you're always going to have humans that are going to, you know, have emotions and they're going to write with feeling and and that's never going to change, you know, um, as long as we're on planet Earth, you know what I mean? And that's something that you, you who's going to go to a fucking AI concert, you know what I mean? There's always going to be, <laughs> right. there's going to be, uh, there's going to be live music and, and that's that. But what you're saying is, you know, there's so many now singers out there that are singing through um pitch correcting uh mm-hmm. you know devices or whatever you know um plugins or you know and 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 people the public are embracing it they're they're like they have no problems with it you know they have no problems with going to a show and none of it is live you know that's yeah. that's crazy to me if you would have told me that you know 10 20 years ago i'd have been like what are you kidding me? You know, but that's going on a lot, a lot more than people think, you know, I mean, I don't want to name names, but I've been at front of house and I'm watching the singer and I'm like, fuck, I, this guy is singing so good. I can't even hear him breathe. And, right. he, and then I have my, you know, tour manager standing there and he'll go, that's because he's not breathing. It's not even live. And I'm like, what, wow. you know, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I, I, We've talked to several people like cover David Coverdale said recently, yeah. he's like, there's no way in hell he would do that. He would not put his, his fans through something like that. Plus, you know, the legitimacy of the band would be at stake. You know, is that something that you right. would agree with? Right. I think, you know, his generation, you know, he's, he's a lot earlier than me, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you know, you come from that school where every, you know, listen, I, I don't, I don't use any of that stuff, you know, and, um, you know, the older you get, you know, your voice is different. You have to work on it. it. You have to work harder, you know, and, and then you go out there and you're competing 
uh, with younger bands that aren't that aren't doing any of that stuff. You know, it's it's uh, it's frustrating, but you just you know you just keep showing up, and because of it, you know uh, what it what what that kind of thing eliminates tracks and all those things. You know, it eliminates spontaneity and and groove and like. Um, that thing, that live thing, that live feel, you know, and, and that's, that's not good, you know? So, um, I'm just glad that we are who we are and you know what I mean? And Hey, everything's going to change and we're going to be dead and gone at some point. And it is what it is. What are you going to do? You can't stop you know, the progression of technology and all that. Speaking of your voice, how do you keep, you were talking about how like, when you were you're younger, you're singing, you know, higher and everything. And, you know, obviously voices change into human instrument. How do you keep it going? How do you keep it in shape? Because it sounds phenomenal on this record. I mean, oh, thank you. It yeah. Sounds freaking phenomenal. Dude. Yeah. You know, Great um, I, I work out of a lot, you know, uh, I try, I, I tell people, you know, you don't, you don't work less when you get older, you got to work more, you know? So um, w- when I'm not singing, I'm always vocalizing every day, you know, like, and that's just like, I'll do scales on my days off, you know, just to keep myself sharp. And then, you know, um, it, it, it's all about vocal technique so that you don't um, fatigue your voice. You know what I mean? And basically yeah. um, you have to be very disciplined and that, that goes with not only the vocal technique, but your diet and sleep and all these things and room temperature, water and all the stuff. It's, it's very, it's uh, challenging being a singer. You don't want to be a singer if you, if you want to like just hang out and party, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I imagine. Yeah. It's like, as you get older, yeah. That party scene can, it just can do all kinds of numbers on your, your body and your voice and everything. I mean, you just can't go buy like a new set of strings and throw them on and right. tune them up. <laughs> right. You know, right, right, right. Your, your, yeah. your body is your instrument, you know? So every day you got to be sharp and taking care of yourself because you know, it's really those days where you're at 70% and you got to go perform that those are the challenging days performing sick all kinds of stuff you know that that i do all the time you know yeah as you get older like what's your motivation to keep this thing going keep this train rolling (laughs) there's a lot of motivation um but first and foremost it's passion you know i just uh this is the only thing that i know that i love to this day you know it's it's a labor of love so I'm passionate about this to this day. Um, I love what I do. You know, I also have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of uh, dependents, a lot of people that are counting on me to uh, suit up and show up for my family, you know, so that motivates me too. Talking with uh, Josh Todd, of course, Buck Cherry, the album volume 10 coming out June 2nd. Is there a track yeah. on this record that that stands up to you? Like, the, is there like a favorite? I know like a lot of artists say they're all my children, right? <laughs> you know, and, and I get right. There's a song on here that really is pretty unique for us. It's called Pain. It's it's the last song on the record before you know we put on Summer of '69, and it's uh it's really personal for me. You know, um, it kind of d- describes my inner child and, and you know some of the things that uh, come up that I never speak about. You know, I never talk to anybody about. You know, that's that's what I'm projecting in the song, you know, and I think a lot of people can relate to it. And it's kind of a piano number as well. You know, it's, it's off the beaten path for us, kind of uh, an epic journey. And uh, I love that song. Yeah. Nice. Are you, do you still talk to Slash or, or, or Dolph or any of those guys and ever, ever talk about maybe? A- 
I saw Duff not. Thing. Yeah, I saw Duff not too long ago and just said hello. You know, we're not like we're not like yeah. talking on the phone, as, you know. Uh, but when we see each other out in the uh, the battlefield, you know, uh, always friendly, always say hello, you know. Yeah, I mean, is that relationship still cool after all that stuff with you know Velvet Revolver and that crap? Yeah, my involvement was had nothing to do yeah. with Velvet Revolver. It was way before that, and it was a month yeah. out of my life. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's totally cool. They did what they had to do, and and I, you know, I just moved on and did my thing. You know, it wasn't like uh, there was any bad blood. That would be such a cool fit yeah. right there. Still, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you know, um, you you it's it's a delicate thing getting you know a group of guys together that are all focused on one outcome, you know, and and sometimes you just can't can't get that aligned. Um, were there, there were there any tracks or and then tracks or songs that never saw the light of day from that brief? No, little, we were just you know? you know we were just kind of starting to write music and yeah. you know it, it didn't even get to the level where it was ready for the public or anything like that, you know, but it was, you know, we were starting to find a little bit of a groove there, you know, it could have been special, but it takes a lot of time, you know, to figure that out. And uh, we just never, it, it never was given enough time, in my opinion. Is, is there fantastic. somebody, oh my God. Yeah. Is there somebody you'd love to work with now that, I mean, you know, that, that would just like blow your mind. I'd love to work with Bruno Mars for sure. Yeah. yeah, that would blow my mind. He's he's from, in my opinion, like the the top the top guy. He's yeah. he's the he's the most talented guy in the music game right now. Yeah. He's a extraordinary extraordinary talent. What's that little? Uh, what's that band he he formed with Anderson? I can't think of it. Um, yeah, uh, oh, they're they're so that? cool. Yeah, they had it's, it's, yeah, it's great. Cool. Uh, I just had a. Had a brain yeah. for it, but I apologize. Anderson pa Pack, right, or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the name? That's of that? amazing. I don't know why I'm having a brain for it. It's really great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Cool. So what else? You, what else are you listening to? Right man, now? I, I just, I, you know, I listen to just. I'll just get obsessed with songs, and I'll start. You know, I'll go buy it. I still buy songs. You know, I'll go buy it like. Uh, uh there's a song free mind by tim's I, I love that song um right on oh i'm obsessed with this song by this artist miguel um it's called sure thing mm. okay really great song i listen to a lot of pop music and a lot of hip-hop that's all i listen to you know uh because you know rock started stopped being dangerous a long time ago and i just can't it doesn't do it for me you know i'm, I'm sure there's some great rock songs out there that i don't know about but uh yeah. yeah i like i like hip hop for like the danger and then you know i love pop music because they're written by the best songwriters in the world you know and they have and it's all it's all uh melody and singer driven you know so i really enjoy that would there ever be like a comedy I mean, do you think well, you know when I mean, we think about, about like uh you know beastie boys and that's old school obviously but like any of those sort of rock uh hip-hop combos i mean would you is there anything like that that you'd want to pursue like you know on the side or something like that rock hip-hop no i mean i like to feature on on a hip-hop song i love yeah. that you know and i've only done that one time with this yeah. guy uh daytona mac you know yeah, um yeah. 
and that was that was a lot of fun you know and i would love to do that in the future but you know uh they look for other artists when that you know we're we're flying so far under the radar sometimes it's hard to get into those situations yeah with what you just said like uh rock isn't that dangerous anymore it's just become repetitive do you see it coming back at any point you know like gene simmons has always been saying you know hey man rock's dead um would you like to see it a, a renaissance of of what you think, do i don't i don't think rock is dead because people are yeah. putting out lots of rock records it's just there's not a lot of dynamics between artists anymore and you know uh I don't know who's to blame, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of rock radio anymore, you know, and the rock radio that you do here with new rock, it's, it's like, it's like active rock format where it sounds like one band for 45 minutes, you know, you can't tell who's who because it all sounds the same. And the, and the bands are tuned so low that you don't, you, you can hardly tell a bass from a guitar, the separation from bass yeah. guitar and there's no guitar heroes anymore. And there's no, there's not a whole lot of space in the music where there's groove and like that kind of stuff, you know, which uh, used to be in, in rock back, you know, in the day. But like, so that's why uh, hopefully people, you know, that's why people like to come out to the BC shows because we still have that in all of our records, you know, and um, I would like to see that more. And I feel like the last decade where there was like, rock stars was like the 90s you know you had all these great you had you had a lot of great rock bands in the 90s and then after that nothing like i mean yeah. i mean there was bands but you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell who they were if you were walking through the mall you know and you wouldn't you wouldn't know who they were you know so um that that needs to happen i think i think there's got to be more like there's got to be a band where there's a, more of a story behind it like you're like damn you know, this artist, you know what I mean? They're like, like in the nineties, you had Chris Cornell and Lane Staley and Zach right. De La Roca and like, you know, and uh, who else? Eddie Vedder. There was these, all those guys are like so unique in their own way. As far as singers go, you know what I mean? Um, now it's like, I don't know. I don't know who's singing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, a, a, and I think, I don't know if it's social media now that there's always, you'll see somebody coming out and there's like, at least on the guitar side, there's some great players who can shred, but in their kids, but the, is there the soul there and that kind of thing. And, you know, there's great, there's talent, but it's not, it just sort of pops out and then it's gone and there's somebody else. And there isn't that's that, you know, originality, I guess. I don't know. It's what it seems like now. I just think that, uh, you know, I was always a, always, always a kid that was very sensitive to if it was real or not, you know, and if it doesn't feel real, kids aren't, you know what I mean? Like, I want a band that's gonna, that's gonna intimidate me like a rock band. And the last band that did that to me was Rage Against the Machine. You know, I saw them, I saw them live on their first record at Roseland Ballroom. And I was like, damn, who the fuck is this? I had, I didn't know anything about them at that time. I was in my own world, you know, I was in Slamhound at that point. I was, I, I was touring uh, in uh, the East Coast with Slamhound. We had, we did our first tour and uh, some, some record label guy was like, hey, we got, uh, we got these tickets for sold out show at Rose, Roseland. If you guys want to go VIP, we're like, yeah. And it was Rage Against the Machine and Quicksand opened up for them. Whoa. And I was like, 
Oh my I was God. like fucking both <laughs> yeah. those bands were like amazing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but when I saw rage, I was like, this is fucking dope. You know, these guys, you know, you could just tell that it was super unique. You know yeah. what I mean? And there hasn't yeah. been something like that in rock for a long time. Yeah. I still haven't seen a pit as violent as rage against the machines, man. That whole thing was, I mean, Pantera is pretty close, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, it was more, it was more than just a live show. It was like, yeah. you could tell that there was more to it than that. And so yeah. then I went and started getting into their records and what they were all about. And, you know, um, I, I remember reading a book, they had, there was a stack of books on the cover of like Evil Empire. And I, I remember reading one of those books just because I was so inspired by them, you know? Yeah. Well, that I, that I, bass and, and drum section and rage. And then, I mean, it's Tom ridiculous. Morello's, like, yeah. Tom Morello is like <laughs> the whole different world. I mean, it's like his guitar <laughs> style is like nobody can do. No one can do what he does. You know what I mean? And Zach yeah. is like, no one, no one can be who he is. You know, it, it was very unique situation i just wish they were just constantly making records i i just it bums me out now you got me really uh, fired up because i i remember those days josh with uh making the cassettes the punk stuff how special it was how unique it was um you couldn't wait to go and look and find that next album and i i I feel like a lot of that because i have a a 19 year old um i think i feel like a lot of that i don't know maybe i'm just um generalizing or something but i i feel like a lot of that's lost with the youth of today because they have so much access to so much stuff is that kind of you think that's why oh, maybe yeah. that's one of the problems yeah it's just a whole different thing i mean we didn't have any of that so we had to do other things you know i i used to try to look as cool as I could when I went to the record store, because I knew that there were probably be girls there looking at records and you know what I mean? That's where you, you met, you met people, you know what I mean? It was like, that's how you socialized. And, and, uh, and, you know, we would go to the mall and, you know, that's how we try to hook up with, with uh, people. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's nothing like that today. You know, it's, 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 it's very different and we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. I miss those experiences just going through the, you know, the, I guess CDs at that point, but you know, even vinyl, you can still go to a vinyl shop, but just those old days of going to the mall, it was like, what was it Harmony House up here, you know, or Sam Goody, you know, and yeah. just when you see that new record and just like, oh, hell yeah, <laughs> you know, and you get it in your hands, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's my dog. No, you're good. Is uh, that wine? Is that Lion the dog? This is Lion. Yeah. Oh, awesome. He just ran out. If he comes up here, I'll show you. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a beauty. Does, does Lion get to go on tour with you, or does Lion stay home too? Uh, my wife wants Lion to go on tour with me, but I, I said it's it's no place for Lion. You know, he's uh <laughs> he's very domesticated. You know, I don't I don't think he'd he'd uh, enjoy it. <laughs> speaking scary. of the road, you got speaking hey, of the road, Lion. you guys play next. Oh, the Lion. Hey, all right. Hey, yeah, Lion. He's a King cool. Charles. King Charles Cavalier, and he's got one blue eye. He's like, he's like oh, Bowie. Wow. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. He's a cool kid. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, we have, a, we have a silver dapple uh, dachshund, and he has one blue eye as well. Ah, that's, cool. That's, wow. that's such a cool trait, man. I love that. Yeah, Just, yeah. Uh, that's neat. 
That's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, now I was going to ask, like, so speaking of the road, you guys are uh, in uh, Indiana next, is that right? Uh, the Jefferson, Jeffersonville, Indiana, and then you guys hit uh, Missouri. Uh, let me look. Let me look. Um, Friday, May 26th, I think. Yeah, Jefferson, you're right. Jeffersonville, um, Indiana. What's this tour been like so far? I mean, just being on the road, you guys, I mean, you guys are barnstorming all the way through summer too. I think, you know. You, yeah, um, we, we already yeah. did a month with uh, Skid Row and it was, uh, it was really great. You know, a lot of yeah. sold out shows and just a good, excuse me, it's just a good package. You know, everybody uh, comes out and it's a lot of fun. It's good. They're, they're great live and they got so many great songs and, you know, uh, and then we put our thing together and it's, uh, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. That, what do you think of the? What do you think of the, the new the new singer and and the new sound from them? That's amazing oh, man. stuff. He's he's a great singer and really nice person as well. You know, nice guy and um, yeah, he's he's bringing it for sure every night. He he sings a lot too. They do a whole uh, performance for like people at Soundcheck. You know, people who VIPs and stuff. You know, so that he's got a heavy load on him every day, and he does he does it really well fantastic yeah that the new album the gang's all here smoking then we got your your album volume 10 coming out it's just what a great time for you know rock music for music in general but especially rock music man it's just a, yeah let's go just a, a kick-ass time you know <laughs> going into summer you know what i mean like top down yep. last the record i mean it's what it's about man that never gets old that to that me that is what it's about that's yeah, what it used you know that is yeah. what it's about have a good time you know like we weathered the storm of the pandemic. It's time to it's time to cut loose. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, I, my my last thing was just um, Earache Records was always like one of those grindcore labels, just heavy, yeah. heavy sludge and doom back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> was, what is it like being on Earache Records, man? You know what? They're so amazing, and they really um, work hard on our behalf, and they really love us. You know, so uh, it's been a pleasure and um you know we do really good in the uk we had the highest charting song that we've ever had in the uk on hellbound you know so uh it's just going really well you know it's a good partnership awesome very cool man well josh todd dude uh the new album drops june 2nd volume 10 buck cherry kicking ass loving it man uh thank you so much you guys yeah man thank you anything else you'd like to add man uh, no, you can pre-order the record right now and you get like, uh, I think three songs already and, um, you know, come out to the tour. We're touring all year. It's going to be, uh, we're hitting on all cylinders. The show's really great. And that's it, you know, uh, get involved. Awesome. Fantastic stuff. Can't wait to hear what you do next, Josh. Thank, Thank you, you for so your time. Thank you so much. Yeah.